All right. Wait, we have like a scoop. We, we're talking about something that nobody else is talking about yet today. Okay, which one is that that you'd like to talk and about? And that is that Meghan Markle is going to accept this award on Tuesday. Now, this, this the is reason... the award from Gloria Steinem. And yes. this is the Duchess of Sussex winning a digital media award for her Spotify podcast Archetypes. And these are uh, an award called the Women of Vision Awards, celebrating generations of progress and power. And uh, these are the honorees. And so Megan is is winning this award. It's, you know, kind of um, a feminist change maker is what she's being called. Pow powerhouse grassroots leaders. Mm. And the reason that this is interesting is because, you know, like clockwork, Catherine surprises us all with this Eurovision appearance. And then Meghan Markle shows up on the street getting papped while eating sushi, which, you know, I talked to a paparazzi this week that told me that they very rarely leave their house, Harry and Meghan, that they do camp outside of it and they don't make a dollar because they very rarely leave their house. And so it's funny to me that Harry and Meghan stopped to grab dinner at 3 p.m., on you know the exact same day that it's you know we uh, William and Catherine released this brilliant behind the scenes coronation video on YouTube and Catherine makes her surprise appearance on Eurovision. I think this is all leading up to Meghan's uh, accepting this award on Tuesday. Will she or won't she go into her Procter and Gamble soap story again? We'll have to see during the acceptance speech. I'd say we need to make it a drinking game at this point. Well, um, what played Markle Bingo? Is that what it is? So, <laughs> so you have the, the soap story that one. Um, you'd also uh, have, of course, all of her activism before. Because let's not forget the time she went to Rwanda and took fourteen different outfits with her and did a photo a fashion dropping. photo shoot. Right, Ty Tyler Andre, he'd be on there as well for a full house, Tyler Andre. But of course, this is a feminist change maker award. These are people who have, uh, 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 you know, really sort of uh, ploughed a path for women. And I mean, you, you're quite right. Meghan marrying into a massively well-known family with a husband who is a prince. Nothing says feminism like that, does it? Well, and, and I guarantee you a million dollars she's going to demand that she's referred to as Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, upon receiving this award. A, a duchess title, which you can only have if you are married to a duke. So, like, the irony that she's receiving this feminism award demanding that she's referred to as a duchess, which is a title that you only receive by marrying a duke. And why would you want the duchess title for a horrifically racist family that awarded it to you? And, and can we can we be honest? Can we be 100% real about how Meghan and Harry obtain these awards if you looked and we've done the breakdown you and i've done the breakdown of what they gave out charity wise and what they received charity wise through archwell they've contributed very little to society but what they are doing is these strategic partnerships through public relations through friendships to get these war uh, to garner these awards to fatten their biographies, to fatten, you know, their, I mean, just like they accepted it's that. It's all about their brand. Every single yes. thing that they do is about their brand and, and building their brand, whether that's going to the coronation, whether that is, you're quite right, accepting awards. Um, uh, in the profile accompanying the announcement of Meghan, 
She is described as a feminist, a champion of human rights and gender equity, and a global role model. I'm not sure the people of Rwanda would agree. Um, her lifelong advocacy for women and girls remains a constant thread. She weaves through both of her humanitarian and her business ventures. Apparently. And she asked them to update the bio. When that bio was originally published, she asked them to change it to add that she was one of the most powerful women in the world. Powerful women in the world. I mean, it's it, that's insane to me because don't forget, Christo, we're linked, not ranked, according to Meghan Markle. So, you know, this is just wild to me. Just another, just like she, they, they both accepted the award for fighting racism within the monarchy from the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, but hold, hold on, they backtracked and said that it wasn't racism in the monarchy, it was unconscious bias. Did they do that after uh, they accepted they the award? They said that after they accepted the <laughs> You've award. You've got to give them credit. They are outrageous, so they accepted accept an award for fighting racism before saying, oh, no, no, we never said that there was racism. We never said that there was racism. But, uh, oh, hang on, don't knock that award over. <laughs> don't knock my anti-racism award over whilst I'm You're saying right. there is no racism. It's unconscious bias. So uh, they are amazing in a sort of staggering way. Yeah, that's, that is the one award that they likely keep on the coffee table, so everybody has to see it when they walk in. Everybody has to take a nice look at it. That's the one that they, they polish religiously. Um, but, um, you know, so I, it was interesting today to see Meghan Markle when there were, there's been such a positive PR push from Kensington Palace, from William and Catherine, this beautifully produced video behind the scenes of the coronation that is just, it looks like it's a Hollywood produced film with the flashes, the music, the, the, the way that the colors are are all in sync and you know then then to to see Catherine in this beautiful ball gown playing so brilliantly and then harry and megan out for sushi it's just like oh my god you guys are just predict you're so predictable do you think it's a just to absolutely clarify you think it is a deliberate attempt that when kensington palace with the prince and princess of wales when they put out a positive piece of pr um, and get some headlines from that. You think that that's when deliberately either Meghan or Harry or both of them choose to do something, whether it be mundane, getting sushi, whether it be going for a walk in the hills of uh, uh, L.A., in the trails of L.A., whilst wearing uh, jewellery in excess of $100,000. Uh, when they choose to do that, you think that that is a deliberate attempt to get some column inches and take them away from the Prince and Princess of Wales? I do. I mean, I don't you think? I, well, again, I talked to the paparazzi this week about what goes on in Mon Montecito, and they said, "Did Megan make the call last week to the Paps to make sure they saw her hiking? Maybe not, but strange that she chose the day she chose to go for that hike, knowing that there would be people trying to get a glimpse of her because they, you know, they were expecting a big birthday party for Archie, which apparently didn't come to fruition." Uh, yeah, that's true. He rushed back for a birthday party that sort of didn't happen. That's Harry, that is. And uh, 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 let's not forget as well that uh, there is an argument to say as well that the Prince and Princess of Wales might have put out this video showing the run-up to the coronation, which is very glossily produced, in response to uh, Omid Scobie, who, of course, is the spokesperson for... Uh, 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 Meghan and Harry. Unofficial, but yes. Unofficial, default spokesperson, um, saying that it was absolutely the children that made uh, the Prince and Princess of Wales late. How he knows that, I've no idea. 
despite the fact that Kensington Palace said that they were on time, it was the king and queen that were six minutes early. Well, I, I mean, maybe maybe Omid was in the room. Maybe Omid was 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 in the closet. Yeah, he is the unofficial. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. I'm sure there is. Or the, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex and uh, what whatever is injected into his forehead. <laughs> Well, we've only got three minutes left. I don't think we've got enough time to list. Uh, OK, uh, let's talk quickly as well uh, about the uh, uh, Charles being pictured. He was at Eurovision last night as well. I think he was at one of the semi-finals. So the King and Queen and the Royal Family have really got behind Eurovision this year. And, of course, an amazing new portrait released this week of um, the, the King and the two heirs uh, in perpetuity. Right. Um, and I tell me if you thought about this when you looked at that photo. I immediately was reminded of all of the stories that came out about how the picture of the Queen, Prince, Will Prince William, Prince Charles and Prince George, the, that photo being displayed on the Queen's death is or on the Queen's desk is what truly infuriated Harry and Meghan, and that is when they decided to go full steam on Megxit, remember? Yes. And we all were looking at that photo going, it's the heir. Like, it's the heir, you know, it's it's the queen, no. and it's, it's it, why would you be offended by that? You're not you're not in the line of succession, you know? Like, you're not in the immediate line. Like, but I, I, this know, is the I know Harry is not the sharpest tool in the box, let's be honest. He really isn't. Bless his heart. Um... Has anyone actually explained the line of succession to him? I mean, has anyone actually ever sat down? Do you think there was an oversight that no one in the royal family or his late mother or anyone actually sat him down and said, you know, this is how the actual royal family works? Because when you read his gripes, read his book, and, ye gods, I've read Spare, um, cover to cover, as you know, um, there does seem to be a sense that, you know, everything's terribly unfair and it's all sort of awful and I'm, I'm, I'm set aside and no-one really listens to what I say and everyone's obsessed with William and I don't know why. And you do get the impression of someone that has absolutely zero idea of how the royal family works, which is strange. Well, it, Paul Burrell told me the story for the first... I mean, he's he told it to me for the first time, but I've heard him tell it a million times uh, during Coronation Week about how Diana was worried about Harry feeling left out and how he William would say, I don't want to be king, and Harry would say, I'll be king. So Diana started referring to him as good king, you know, good king Henry, and, you know, uh, Paul and Diana would secretly refer to him as that. So a part of me thinks maybe he was built up by Diana to think he was just as important or should be just as important. And I'm sure that that was, I'm sure that that was on her agenda because there are also stories about the Queen Mother grabbing William and, and, and working with William privately, the Queen working with William privately that had to have hurt Harry and Diana seeing that she might have said, I'm going to overcompensate. Yeah. Um, but so this picture, just seeing Charles, George and and William, these these strong young men, men that are dedicated to the future of the monarchy that are so dedicated to their duty. I thought it was a striking photo. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, well done. I'd love to see it as a painting, well, but I just we'll, thought it was we, a fabulous picture. And we'll see whether there's any response from the moaners of Montecito on that one. In the meantime, Kinsey, thank you very much indeed.